There are approximately 144,847 graveyards in this country, with the exception of Alaska and Hawaii. If you could look them up on a map, you would have a good sense of the geography of death. It's universal from east to west. One of the points on that map is a cemetery in a town where I grew up. It's located on a high sand dune that 10,000 years ago was the shoreline of glacial Lake Chicago, a larger version of what we now call Lake Michigan. The cemetery is called Lakeview Cemetery and dates back to the early 1850s. My grandmother was in the habit of taking long walks there and often brought me along for company. I would have been maybe five or six years old. She would wander among the graves, stopping here and there, saying a short prayer and then moving on to another plot. We seldom spoke on these visits. Uh, the names and dates of the granite markers meant very little to me. These were people who lived well before I was born. For my grandmother, they were people she knew, people who were in, an intimate part of her world. Grandparents, parents, aunts and uncles, a brother killed uh, during the First World War in France, uh, a high school friend who died from the sp Spanish flu epidemic in 1918. I did not understand then that her visits to the cemetery were more than a trip down memory lane. They, that was how she counted her losses in life. This is Easter Sunday, and as you might have guessed, this homily is about another cemetery. In the first century, it was located in the northwest corner of Jerusalem, just outside the city walls, not far from the Damascus Gate. In the early morning, the day after Passover, a Sunday on our calendar, sometime in the year 28 or 29, another woman has come to count her own losses. And what she discovers is unlike anything my grandmother ever expected to find, an open tomb with a missing body. Full stop, nothing more. Mary Magdalene expects to find the body of a dead Messiah wrapped in a burial cloth and does not. We expect to hear about the risen Christ and, her appear and his appearance and do not. That's because the rest of the passage has been withheld for the next week or so where Jesus appears to Mary Magdalene in his uh, risen glory and she mistakes him for a gardener. Everything hinges, though, on one little detail. The stone has been rolled away from the opening of the tomb. It has been rolled away not to allow Jesus to escape, but to let the women in, the first witnesses to the resurrection. The detail is important because it helps us grasp the fundamental nature of the resurrection. Christ's resurrection is about a body no longer being dead and buried, but alive and walking around. But it's also about, and this is too, uh, too also is critical for our understanding, it's about a glorified body of a man who passes through walls, who eats and who drinks. The sheer physicality of this shouldn't be allowed to escape us. The evangelists are not speaking about a spiritual resurrection, some memory of Jesus coming alive in the disciples' heart. Uh, 
nor are they talking about the apparition of a ghost because ghosts don't need to eat and drink. The stone missing from the opening is, is because the divine economy, the plan that God's established from the, before the foundation of the world requires that there be eyewitnesses to the empty tomb. So, where is the risen Christ? We'll have to wait until next Sunday when he appears to Thomas in the upper room. That I see we'll have to wait till next Sunday. Actually, we, um, I'm wrong. We will meet him directly in the Eucharistic bread and wine, which is his glorified flesh and blood. But, but wait, there's even more. Uh, for the baptized, the liturgy is a direct participation in his death and resurrection. If we want to know why Christ is missing on Easter Sunday from the Gospel proclamation, it's because we should be looking at ourselves. We are living the resurrected life now. And why, the why, the what, the how uh, of the changed life we are invited to live has yet to be fully revealed to us. In the meantime, we wait for the full revelation of who we are until Christ returns at the end of time. And then all the 144,874 cemeteries in this country and the millions all over the world will give up their dead.